that's always been for us the, the very difference as as an organization um, is that we actually want to see stuff happening. We don't we're not content with just sitting around talking about how we hope it will happen one day. It's our Strong Towns membership drive. To become a member of Strong Towns, go to strongtowns.org and sign up today. Hey Jim, how you doing, man? Hey, good. Good. Is it snowing down there? A little bit, although I'm tracking the weather here, and uh, the snow outside my window seems to be less than what they forecast, so we might have avoided something here. You know, the the crazy thing is when they put the the original projection out, you were supposed to get like 11 inches, and we were not supposed to get any, and now we've got at least, I mean, at least six inches right now, and it shows no sign of abating whatsoever, so it looks like we're going to get hammered, not you. I think I got 11 centimeters, but not 11 inches, pal. <laughs> um, this is our membership week, and I, I'm I'm calling people just so that they can talk in their words about Strong Towns. But obviously, you as uh, my colleague and coworker and the only other staff member here at Strong Towns have a, a very unique and different perspective. I, I'd like to go back to before you were intimately involved in what we're doing and, and just have you talk for a sec about what was it that piqued your interest on strong towns and, and why did you actually get to a point where you said, you know, I'm going to quit my job <laughs> and I'm going to go work somewhere where I, I don't necessarily, I'm not guaranteed a salary and I don't even have a salary uh, because I believe in this thing. Uh, I, I, what was it that uh, made you make that jump? Well, I think partly when I first heard some of the things that you were talking about and measuring some of the things that you were trying to measure, gas measure, uh, I think that was, that was the first good sign is that we were actually trying to think about this in a way that was not purely based on aesthetics or purely based on, on someone's uh, cultural or political values, uh, social norms, but we were actually trying to figure out if this works, like this model of horizontal development, if, if this was actually panning out the way we wanted to uh, and the way it was conceived of 60 or 70 years ago, and having a different language by being able to have a conversation about these issues was, was the refreshing part to me and felt like a way forward because the ways that we had uh, and the ways we've had to talk about these issues, especially since the, the crash of everyone just saying, well, when things get back to normal, um, when there was nothing about my life at that point in time, uh, when the first happened as well as now, that I felt like was going to be ever back to normal, right? This, this, was, this was the new normal, but we didn't know what that was. And what we were on to at Strong Towns, um, what, what you were talking about and what some of the early folks who were you know, reading the blog and commenting were on to um, was, was the only conversation of its kind, and, that, and that's something I want to be a part of. Now, it's been quite a ride since you started. You've been here now a year and a half. And yeah. I, I, are you starting to feel like you got your legs underneath you? I mean, you, you are a, if I could just, maybe you disagree with this, but I look at you as this brilliant management kind of mind. And, you know, you, you spend all this time getting our accounting system up to speed. You spend all this time getting a membership system started and rolling. Uh, you have kind of... Uh, massaged or, or, you know, gotten really much more sophisticated in terms of the places that we go and, and what we're doing and, and the logistics of all that. 
are you starting to feel now after 18 months, like you've got your feet underneath you and you know, what do you, what do you see in from down there in less snow land? <laughs> yeah. We, what, what's amazing was that as you were to in the last, sort of set up was that it was, it was a jump of faith of sorts. And the, that jump of faith was predicated on the fact that there was so much demand for you that you couldn't figure out how to manage all that, right? There were so many places to be. And so that, that turned out to be good, right? That, that, that we, we, you had, a, 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 had so many, you know, 21 hands at Blackjack uh, that you, you couldn't peel them all. You couldn't, you know, put them all at the same time. And so we, we've, you know, worked through that. We also worked through some of the back end issues. Okay, well, how do we, how do we take our winnings and, and reinvest them into the next hand better? But also that we actually had even more out there uh, than we, than we knew of. Like we, we, we didn't even have a handle on who people were, you know, who were the people reading the blogs and, and the podcasts. And the membership system was the conduit to figuring out who everyone was. And so what, what's different now that it was, say, you know, 14 or 18 months ago is that that who, the who that we now know and we, we now call our members, are the people who are actually pushing us to places that we never could have reached, you know, with just you and me and a phone, uh, phone line for people to call into and, and have you, you know, fly out to some place and speak. Um, they're the ones making the events happen. They're the ones fundraising. They're the ones organizing. They're the ones who are helping to see change happen at the local level that are using this thought processes and messaging to have a real effect. Um, that is what's our feature now. That, the, keeping up with that demand of the people who we know and have come to call friends ourselves, um, that is where we're going as an organization. And, and that, was, that was hard to be able to imagine or, or really um, project uh, in any sort of way, you know, a year and a half ago. You are kind of the first person that people chat with. And you... Uh, even more than more than I do often get the reactions and the feedback from people. What, what is, what's the buzz right now on strong towns and what's the buzz on this organization? You know, we we've, I don't know how many days I've spent on the road this year uh, that you've helped to set up and coordinate. Uh, you, you have people calling you all the time. Uh, you have people giving you feedback after those events. What is that buzz from your vantage point? Well, the buzz is a couple things. Uh, one, with a number of new ideas, gosh, I wish Strong Towns could have a, have a say on this or have a say on that. And, you know, couldn't Strong Towns have a website for this and, and talk about that? Because, you know, we've mentioned it here or there, but gosh, it would be great if we could do this. And, and those, that means there are more than just you and me thinking about this on a regular basis, but there are other people out there who see value in the message and are, and are co-creating the thought process of what could make this even a better thought process. And secondarily, I think that we're continuing to get calls from places we hadn't gotten calls from. Now, we, we, you've been to a lot of places long before you know June of last year, but you're getting to more new and different places and not just for conferences and, and, a, and a swoop in to talk to some professionals perhaps, but more meaningful conversations with people in their communities. And so that buzz is coming from real issues. Um, and I'll, I'll just rattle off a few. I think it'll be easy to, to, to show that. Um, gosh, we can't stop talking about transportation in, in, in the South, the Mid-South, whether it's Texas, whether it's uh, Oklahoma or Arkansas. Um, those, you know, we were, we've been in all three of those places this year, 
and the conversation there about roads, about roads, uh, about trying to get around safely outside an automobile for people who are attempting to do that, um, that has been real difficult there. Um, and there, there's a lot of conversation around those issues. And we seem to have a message that is reaching people in those places, just the regular folks, not, not, the, not the professionals, not the folks in, in the know, but uh, people who are helping to make decisions and whose you know, values are the ones that we're, we're trying to uh, understand and, and put into practice as opposed to follow some standard. So transportation seems to be huge, and it's really exciting to know that we're going to be working more on that given the, the, the great feedback we've gotten so far. Uh, but I think also the vibe out there is to say we need more of everything. <laughs> we need lots more strong towns. I need strong towns here. I need strong towns there. And um, that is a fantastic uh, problem to have, but it's also a challenging one because we've, we've kind of dipped our toe into the pond and realized exactly how deep it was. It's interesting because, you know, you and I chat a lot. I, I think right now, I said a year ago, if someone had stepped up and given us a million dollars, I don't know as we would have known what to do with it a year ago. I think that's changed, though, now, isn't it? Yeah, and I think in part because we were always so reticent about dumping a bunch of money into you know a bunch of people sitting around a table thinking about stuff, right? That's good to a certain extent, but you know, that was kind of the thought process that got into the mess that we're trying to undo is that people just fought too much and, and then, you know, bet big. And sometimes it didn't work out. Uh, and a lot of times it didn't work out as we've, as we've found. And so we need more doing, we need more people out there chipping away at this issue. And I think we would know how to spend a million dollars because we wouldn't put it all in one place. We have a lot of different people who understand this message, who want to do really important things in their community that they've already work with their neighbors and, and friends to decide, heck, that would be a little bit better version of what we have now. And we could put that money to good use. And I think that's always been for us the, the very difference as, as an organization um, is that we actually want to see stuff happening. We don't, we're not content with just sitting around talking about how we hope it will happen one day. I, I think it's important for people to understand a little bit the scale of what we're doing here and what we're pulling off because I I, I know uh, there's probably a lot of people listening who think we do have a million dollar budget <laughs> and there's there's probably a lot of people out there who see us you know running in circles uh, with groups that do have you know multi million dollar budgets and huge staffs we certainly punch high above our weight class you're the guy running the books what's our budget for 2014. Well, uh, I can't say that we can really even appropriately measure uh, that number in uh, millions of dollars. Uh, to say that we had a quarter million dollar budget would still be uh, over, actually, what our budget is. And so um, we're, we're, we're around $200,000. And so um, that's your salary and my salary and a few plane tickets and getting our, our, our board and some key folks together to help us strategize and some incidentals. That's, that's about it. Uh, and so, but what's more important than what our what our yearly budget is each year is is the math we like to do for our city, which is where are our sources of income and how stable are they? And that's why membership is so important because um, we have been surprised pleasantly, especially at the early stages uh, of membership, um, that so many people were opting in at the seventy-five dollar and two hundred fifty dollar level because. Um, 
hopefully every year those folks will have made that commitment, that commitment that's hopefully within their own financial means, that they will be able to continue that. And um, as we approach, I think I wrote in a blog post a couple weeks ago that you know, next year, in our, after our very first year and some change of, of membership programming, um, that, that membership will count as 15% of our income. And if we can continue to add four to 500 members a year at some of the you know, same ratios that we have currently, um, that we will be able to uh, make uh, better decisions about our budgeting because we will have that support financially to say, you know what, uh, Chuck doesn't have to be on the road uh, 85 nights this year. He can be on the road 75 nights this year and A, see his kids and family more, but also um, get something else done. And that's one of the really big challenges right now is uh, of limited capacity is that when you're on the road, we're not getting other things done. That big list of things that people want us to do and want to be a part of, um, we have less time and resources because we got to go pay the bills. <laughs> so I think that is really the key part to our, our financial equation. We can do more of the cool stuff that everybody wants to do um, and help manage and intellectually be a part of those ideas um, if uh, we can count on where our money is coming from uh, from year to year when we sit down and do the budget, which we're about to do for 2015. You did what I consider a, a mirac- near miraculous thing, at least brilliant thing, by pulling off the national gathering on really a shoestring budget. When you step back and reflect on that now, two months out from it, what, 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 how do you think we're going to look at that as a turning point for the Strong Towns movement? Well, uh, for yes, the shoestring budget would be exactly $4,400, and I wanted to put that out there because I finally got around to doing that accounting after two months. Um, but we wanted to do that on a shoestring to show that you don't need a lot of corporate sponsors. You don't need to uh, get a, a huge expensive venue and to put a lot of costs out there to have a meaningful interaction for a weekend. And I think that was over and over again, both in the emails that happened right after the gathering as well as people who – I've talked to you since separately. Um, they they found a certain kinship with the folks who they you know shared the halls with for for twenty four for forty eight hours, and more so. I want to quote Mike McGinn uh, to say that I found my band of misfits, uh, which I think <laughs> is, is perhaps uh, perhaps a, a really good way to describe this group because we sometimes have a certain amount of outlierness to ourselves. Like we're, we're involved in either a planning profession or a political schema. Uh, everybody in this organization is coming from somewhere, and they don't think like everyone else, right? They're not going along with the status quo, and sometimes they couldn't always put their finger on exactly what that meant. Um, but th- that sort of emotional feeling of getting everyone together and feeling, wow, this person shares my values, and it doesn't matter what the other labels that this person may typically identify with or not identify with at a value level, um, just like we talk about cost, safety, speed, and volume for, 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 for a street or a road, like what are our values? Um, the National Gathering was about sharing those values, figuring out how to do so in a way that we can actually start to get something done. Um, I want to give a shout-out today because uh, as a result of, I think, the email this morning, um, my uh, county commissioner, uh, Marion Green, uh, became a member of Strong Towns. So uh, thank you, Marion, uh, for coming to the National Gathering and, and joining us. Um, this is all about building relationships at, at this level, people with each other, with their neighbors, um, with their uh, elected figures where necessary, 
And so that is what we are trying to do. Um, I'm not going to steal Andrew's thunder, although he probably, because uh, I think he's coming next to me. Um, but uh, we, we need a lot of people who care, and Andrew is, is helping us figure out how to, how to measure a lot of people. But we need to figure out how to um, leverage future gatherings. And we've had some, in, in, some inquiry, and I want to give a shout-out to the folks in, in uh, central Florida, both from the, the west side and the east side, um, maybe coming together to do some sort of future regional gathering. Um, central and, and north Texas have been talking about how they can bring a similar gathering to, uh, to that area, uh, potentially also in the Carolinas as well as out west in, uh, in the Utah, uh, the greater Utah, Idaho area. So, um, we, uh, are really looking forward to writing up some, some basic guidelines for, hey, here's, here was the magic, the, the secret sauce that made what we did here in Minneapolis two months ago happen. And, uh, here's a way you can start thinking about, what it means to have a gathering in your place, and not just to have a gathering to talk about strong towns, having a gathering to talk about what you want to do together as people who share values in the communities that are, are nearby. And in that five-hour driving radius, I think that was the other key part, you know, about 50 or 60% of the people who came to the National Gathering were, were from sort of a driving radius uh, from, from the Twin Cities. Um, and so those are, the, those are the people who were not from that radius um, or are amongst many of the folks who uh, are considering trying to be the spearheads of hosting something nearby, and we thank you and appreciate that interest, because uh, that's what's going to continue to uh, build more people hearing about this message in, in their place. Last question for you. I, I, I know we've got a board meeting coming up here early next month. Uh, oh, and, yeah. And, and, you know, Don't remind me. I have a lot of paperwork for that. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but it's an exciting time. I mean, we've got some great board members. They're visionary people. Uh, they have a lot of enthusiasm for the organization. What, what are you, as the executive director, what, if, if, if we were to put you on the spot and say, look into 2015 and beyond, what's a, a goal or two that, that you see for this organization? Well, I want to see a couple things. One, I want to see that we continue to be able to take the time to work through a couple of the big things that we've identified that need to be done, you know, as, as intellectually as a group, um, whether it is uh, putting together a suite of resources for transportation at an ex-American city, um, starting to incubate those ideas around land use, economic development, and, and I'm going to add another one, water, uh, what we do about water, um, because that seems to be a growing issue when we talk about the other two. And I want to make sure we, we're getting the time to do that because there's so many great ideas out there that sometimes it's hard to take the time and sit down and just figure it out. And that would be the, the definition of a strong town, being to, to continue to make that more clear. Um, and I think there's some other things we're going to be talking about this week that I won't, uh, I won't spoiler, uh, but uh, we, we need to figure out how to uh, keep defining a strong town in, in both intellectual terms as well as being able to see one when, when we find it. Hey, thanks for all you do. And, and I, I love working with you and I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I know you're a member. I'm a member. Uh, we've got hundreds of members now and we're shooting for another 300 by the end of the year. Uh, you want to sign us off? Yes. I keep building what you can to these strong towns, everyone. Take care. We need your support here at Strong Towns. Become a member today by going to strongtowns.org.